Sit With Us acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to the land this podcast is recorded on. We also pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella and I'm Dom and this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture and everything in between. Coming up on this episode. Bitch, she's in the deepest sleep. Let her be. Like she needs this, okay? I do the Dyson Air app and I have perfect curls. How? What world are they living in? How? Honestly, how? Show us some real stuff, bro. All right, all right, all right, all right. As all right, all right, all right. I, I have actually been, we had to do the Matthew McConaughey opener today. I love him. I love that. I love I've been on a that. binge watching Matthew McConaughey movies at the moment. Stop. Right, and it's like the best thing that I've ever decided to do because Jack and I have just recently, oh, sorry guys, welcome. Welcome to another yes. episode of Sit With Us. I was just, I got too in, into my Matthew McConaughey talk. Mm-hmm. I got too excited. But welcome to another episode of Sit With Us. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. We're another week back, another week closer to the end of the year, closer to Christmas, closer to those New Year's resolutions. Closer to potentially another end of the world. Oh God! Uh, you know, you, you know, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, you know, there are still yeah. people out there that think the world's going to end. Yeah, uh, and we're about ten years late, so we who are. knows? We are. Um, but anyway, Matthew McConaughey. All right, Jack and I recently just watched True Detective, which is a show that I said you really need to watch. Oh. Season one, True Detective, incredible. Yes. Um, and it just got me into this Matthew McConaughey world. Mm-hmm. I just think he is so. Like, such an incredible actor, but he's got that charisma. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is about him that makes him sexy and appealing, yeah. but he has this really wholesome vibe to him, like, that I just love. Like, he loves his wife and he's really, you know, with his kids and it's mm. really cute. And he, he's got a book out and I haven't read it and I've heard that it's meant to be really good. Mm. Okay. Maybe that can be one of our next reads. Yeah. I have to put that on the list. I have so many freaking books on my list. I've actually mm. been reading, um, oh, God, I've, I've forgotten the name. I've, I've blacked out. Um, I've got that many books that I need to read, guys, but I've also got a million and one things to do, and I'm sure you can all relate on mm-hmm. that, that you've got a million and one things to do, and sometimes reading is not on it's top the, of the list because yeah. you've got so much on, and it's this time of year as well. I think reading in January is the best because it's like slow time of year, mm. nothing's really happening, and it's like, well, I can just sit down and read a book and not – and do fuck all, you know what I mean? I'm, I am kind of saving my reading, though, for when Jack is overseas in New Zealand for a month and I'm home alone. True. That's going to be a good time for you to catch up on them. Yeah, but I also am really dreading it, babe. Yeah, look. I, I'm a bit – Yeah. It, I'm also scared. I'm like, even though I've lived by myself yeah, for a whole year, like, a bitch, why are you fucking scared? No, I can actually relate. So the other night – Oh, my I, God, yes. So, this yeah. Is fucked. The other night, Guy had a myotherapist appointment and it was quite late. It was a 7.30 appointment, right? And for a minute there, like I'm on the couch, it's getting dark. I haven't been alone in my house in I can't tell you how long. And like you, I was so used to just being on my own. Like I loved being on my own in my house. I loved going to bed by myself. And so like he was out for a good hour and a half and I was sort of like – sitting there thinking, oh, this is a bit weird. Like, am I getting a bit scared? And um, It's weird how it creeps up on you though, right? Like 
we've lived alone. We love our time alone. Like yeah. I, I really, I still do. Yeah. But I think it's those nights. It's that, the nights. Yeah, it's the night routine. It it's is. the eating dinner together. It's that nice. And just like being you know? in bed. I don't know. Like I've always not really understood. Like I understand breakups, right? I understand what that feels like from like, you know, my first proper breakup was over 10 years ago when I was completely heartbroken. But now as I'm getting older and I've had people in my life going through breakups and they say like it is the nights that are the hardest because it's when you are alone. Like I was thinking, oh, my gosh, like this is what people, you know, talk about when they say the nights are going to be the hardest because I haven't obviously experienced it as an adult. And I do think it would be a lot harder going through breakups when we are older because we're so much more aware of our feelings and emotions and our thoughts. Anyway, so... I was at home by myself and I was on the couch watching Selling Sunset, binging through that, catching up on it. And my cats were asleep on me. And uh, I did share a video uh, on Instagram saying, is my cat broken? Because she literally looked broken. Like it looked like a toy and the batteries had fried. Like, I mean, Kai is a bit fried. Kai is definitely a bit fried. We love her for her friedness. Absolutely like, love her. She, yeah, she's perfect just the way she is. She's just crazy and amazing. Um, but Miso, you know, she's always been a bit independent and like does her own thing. And she's a bit more like, I'm not going to cuddle you as much just yet. Like Kai just like jumps on everyone. Anyway, she's Miso's fast asleep and I'm just watching her. And her eyes are like half opened, which mind you, mind you, I fucking sleep like that myself. Like Guy has an album of me sleeping with my eyes open. Guy has actually sent me the funniest (laughs) photo of you sleeping and it's like your mouth's half open, your eyes half open. I'm like, bitch, she's in the deepest sleep. Let her be. Like she needs this, okay? I And you know what's even more fucking weird? And I was having this conversation at dinner last night. I obviously don't know. I've never been told the kind of sleeper that I am, like because no one's ever slept with me for a long period of time. Yeah. And now I have a fucking boyfriend who takes photos of me because I sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's a hideous sight. Like my mouth is open and my eyes are open. And Miso looked like me the other night, but she was clearly Aww. in a dream because she was like twitching and her whiskers were like moving so quickly. It's so cute when they dream. Millie makes little like... Like this, and I'm just like, oh my god! Like, how cute are you? And like that, they dream that they dream like us. I know, but like, what could they be dreaming about? I have no idea. Like running in a paddock. I don't know. Like making friends with other kittens and dogs. Who knows? Falling in love. Little babies. Who knows? But it was a bit of a weird vibe. Like I'd never seen any of my cats before look the way that she looked. Okay. And I started wigging myself. And that down. frightened you. It frightened me. And because cats are meant to be the most spiritual animal, they can see the other side. They can see other dimensions. Oh, made 100%. They do. And she does tend to howl in the house. Like when oh, I say no. howl, she howls like a cat. Like cat howls is more like a meow. Yeah. Like deep. Like, yeah. Like a really yeah. deep sound. And she tends to do it pretty often. Like, upstairs and we'll all be downstairs like Kai will be with us downstairs and she's just somewhere upstairs howling and nah obviously the house has had a few uh you know people come and buy ghosts and stuff and we've had it cleansed a few and, issues 
Issues, with the world. issues with the monkey and the lights and the TV oh, and the bro. fingerprints and the Christmas tree. That feels tree like that a lifetime ago. <laughs> I know. It was when I first moved I, in. It was when the I fucking fir- monkey. I know the fucking monkey with the light, the fingerprints oh. on the glass, the Christmas tree <gasps> blow up toy that got delivered to my house with no sender. Like no sir, like nah. weird shit. When no one even, no one knew where I lived back then. Anyway, so guy gets home. He has a shower. I'm on the toilet. Classic. And yeah, standard. Cla- yep, standard. And I hear him go like, babe? Like he, he's yelling out like, babe? And I'm like, yeah, I'm on the toilet. Like, like why are you interrupting? <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he's like, babe, did you just walk past? Oh, no, no. And I'm like, excuse me? No. Nah. No, I'm on the toilet. No. Nah, and he's like, it's not happening. Babe, babe. And, and then I, I fucking got up and I'm like, what? What? And he's like, did you not just walk past? <gasps> and I'm like, no, babe, I'm in the toilet. Like, I'm, I'm in the bathroom. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm like, what do you mean? Now you've got me all fucking amped up. I'm ready to go. What's going on? And he's like in the shower and he's like, oh, just stay here while I finish. And I'm like thinking, no, I need to go upstairs if someone's up there. And I'm like, you don't look very worried, babe. You're not getting out fast enough. I'm like, I'll go upstairs. Um, there's no Hang one on, in- so you're actually concerned that there's a human up there, like an actual yes. real person, not a ghost? Yes, guy was like, I saw someone. I saw someone, babe, walk past. No, see, no, and- my mind, no, <laughs> no. I'm walking no. around. I go in the bedroom. He gets out. I'm like, well, let's go upstairs and have a look around because, you know, I'm certain no one's in here unless it's a ghost, unless you've seen a ghost walk past. Oh, my God. And he was like, Ella, I literally saw a person, like a person. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about it. Let's sit down and let's fucking talk about it because Misso's been fucking weird. I think she's been howling around the house. So anyway, we go upstairs. We're standing in the kitchen just chatting about things. And he was saying when he was a child, he used to see a woman staring at him at the end of his bed. Brilliant. We love Br- this. Great. Yeah. Greatness. Yep. This Greatness. information guy would have been useful at the start yep. of the relationship. Yep. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has he not listened to the podcast? Mm. Does he not know about the monkey? And I'm like, so you're telling me that you could have potentially bought this woman with you into this house? Like, oh, shit. You, she could be in here now. Has, he, has she followed him? I don't know. Think? And he literally said he would see her. Like, and my boyfriend's not, you know, he he's not really into that shit. Like he's not into spirits and yeah, he's not woo woo like that, is he? No, no, no. He's really not woo woo at all. But he would. He said I would see her staring at me, and I was like, well, that's that's a lot more than I've ever physically seen. Um, see, I don't like this. Now I'm in this room alone. <laughs> it's so a small room, but I don't know. There's a corner behind me. <laughs> Fuck me. And I was like, shit. okay, babe. And so it's really weird though, like. When I'm with anyone, who, even if it's a stranger or a random or if I'm on the plane, for instance, and if the other person is scared, more scared than me, it's like I become not scared. Usually I am a bit scared of you know, yes. ghosts and stuff. But I was like, babe, it's nothing. Like I'm sure she's fine. Like I just pretended, like I was putting out as if I wasn't scared. But deep down I was kind of like, mm, this is a bit weird. And then that night we were in bed. It gets worse. We were in bed and so Guy has put a lock, a proper lock, like built it in on the door, on my bedroom door because I used to get scared. Anyway, we sleep with it locked every single night. Well, the lock ain't going to help you if it's fucking ghost. Correct. So we're in bed. Shit. It's about midnight. I get up to do my usual wee. I think it was like 12 o'clock. 
I get back into bed and he's a really light sleeper. So he wakes up. Anytime I even just get up, he, he wakes up. I get back into bed. We're falling asleep. And then something <gasps> like like makes a sound like – to me it sounded like paper was like falling. Like it sounded oh. – And it was on my – opposite my bed there's shelving where my bags are and like a couple of boxes on it. And we both heard like this like ch- – kind of thing like a like paper and he's and I pretended I just said to myself like it's nothing it's nothing go the fuck back to bed go back to bed go back to bed and he says did you hear that and I was like <gasps> damn it because the more that like you know the more that you kind of like feed into nah. the fear like you oh fucking both pass out and the fan was on so I was like oh babe it's probably just the fan like it's it's just the fan like it's nothing but it was like Next to the door where I set the ghost free last time, it was right on the door, like where the shelving is. Anyway, so fucking stay tuned. And I'm off to Bali, so, you know, like. No. Oh. <laughs> I know. Are you seeing your healer this time? I'm going to see him, but not like, not the same, like not what I've done every time. Just, is there any way that you can ask him or talk to him about this and say. Probably. The only dangerous I, part. Can you really, please? Yeah, the only dangerous part is obviously Bali and like where I'm going to be staying in Uluwatu. There is a lot of ghosts there. So like you kind of don't want to interact too much with like people and open who, that interaction with like yeah. that yeah. so we'll see like i don't know um yeah i don't know so uh yeah that's that's that update i can't believe we're still talking about ghosts and like woo woo things that happen in my household i think ghosts are just becoming now part of the woodwork of this podcast yeah i mean they've you know you guys have been here for all of the ghost <laughs> chats and apparently the ghosts love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They want more Instagram followers, the bastards. Yeah, the so bastards. they're here to stay. Uh, but sad. please leave. That and was... please, fuck, I don't like this room now. I don't like it. <laughs> I know. It's weird. It's I'm weird. I'm here alone. Because it's like this, like, you can't physically see anything. But it's unknown. That's why. It's and I, I don't terrifying. feel like I don't feel like the energy's off in the house. You know, I don't have any of the feelings that I've had before. Obviously, I'm there by myself during the day. I don't know. Like whenever there's been something that's off around me energy wise, I can literally feel it like on my shoulders. And I'll like up my for some reason my I'll just go to look somewhere. Like yeah. I just somehow in my body Well, that's good. We'll I mean, look. that's a positive, right? Yeah. No, I don't have any off feelings in the household, like, at all. So it could just be nothing. It could be that lady that loves Guy or it could just be, yeah, the cats are having nightmares and, you know, I don't fucking know. Well, look, we're gonna, we're staying tuned and I'm actually really curious to see what the barley healer is going to say about this because I'm, yeah. Uh, look, <sighs> as much as ghost shit scares me, it also like intrigues me so much yeah. and I'm really into it. Me too. But look, other than ghosts at the moment, another really big fixture and on everyone's mm-hmm. lips mm-hmm. are Black Friday sales. Mm. And let me tell you, my inbox at the moment, number one, I need to go and clear out my inbox and like unsubscribe from hundreds and hundreds. I did that of fucking- yesterday. Dude, I don't have uh, the fucking patience to do it. I, I, well, I didn't do all of them, but I got about 10 emails from uh, like brands I haven't, you know, shopped in, in in years 
one from like 10 years ago where I remember I bought these customized champagne glasses with their initials on it for their birthday. And then it came up. I'm like, what? Like unsubscribe, unsubscribe. It takes time. And also they hide them. They hide where it says unsubscribe. Oh, they make it so hard to find the unsubscribe yeah. button. Like I completely understand it's marketing. Like it's it's fucking genius, it's by genius. the way. It's great. It is. Because it's great. the amount of times, like I can tell you probably about eight times out of ten, an email will come through and I will purchase from something from seeing an email. So Me it too. does work. It I does understand, work. Yeah. right? Anyway, Black Friday sales, we're chatting about this before like – what even is Black Friday? Mm-hmm. I think it has something to do with Thanksgiving in America and that's where it came from. So it's like this whole pre-Christmas thing. But it is crazy in Australia now. Like I think the last few years it's only been getting crazier and yeah. the sales are amping up. Like I for what, like the icon- the iconic for me have has been great. Yeah, me like, too. Like there's been some great deals. But I for one don't need anything, okay? No. So the only thing I've purchased is stuff for Jack for Christmas, which mm-hmm. has just been a couple pairs of shorts and a few new T-shirts because yep. that's all the I buy him once a year and he just, you know, because he wears the fuck out of all of his clothes. Yes. Because <laughs> he goes through about two to three T-shirts a day. I don't know where all these clothes are coming from. <laughs> yeah. Mate, the bloke has got more T-shirts than I do and that's saying a lot. Oh, really? Um, I know. So, and then I bought a few things for like um, presents for like babies mm. and little mm-hmm. kids and yeah. like that kind of stuff because, I mean, I don't need anything. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't need anything, but I'm seeing all of these oh. marketing emails for Black Friday and it's like changing my brain chemistry and thinking, no, Dominica, you do need something because the deals are so good. Yeah. It's 40% off. You need that extra pair of shoes well, for no yeah. reason. It's like, no, you don't need that. Can I ask as well, why don't designer brands do Black Friday sales? Well, I think so. There's a couple of reasons I think that they don't. Number one, I know like brands like Bally, Max Mara, like kind of mid tier mm. luxury designer, they do sales. Oh. Um, but brands like Louis Vuitton, Hermes, Chanel will never do a sale purely because they don't need to. They don't True. need to, like, they move enough stock that they don't True. need to do sales. They don't yeah. ever need to reduce prices, which, I mean, Go Queen, we love that. Yeah, I mean, um, sure. I mean, it would be great if they did sales, would but they're nice. never going to do that. Yeah. But even like just for like, you know, Austra- some Australian brands like Dish, mm. they're, they're only doing 20% off on certain products, yeah. like not even new season stuff. Yeah. Um, But you have to be savvy. I mean, look, there is a financial crisis at the moment, guys. Yeah. Like everyone is struggling. Like the electricity prices have gone up. The petrol prices, like I can't, it's just. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, right? Yeah. So I think the main takeaway for me at this time of year is really thinking about what I have in my wardrobe, Mm. what I wear on a daily basis, like what Mm. I live in, right? And then thinking, okay, am I actually going to wear that thing? And what I I do, Mm. and tell me if you do the same thing, babe. Like on the Iconic, like, you know, sometimes I'm just scrolling and I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that. I put it in my cart mm. and then I leave it there for like oh, a yeah. few hours, right? Yeah. And then I come back and then I think to myself, no, I actually don't. Ne- like where does that fit in my yeah. capsule wardrobe, mm. if you want to call it that, like of things that I wear constantly? And yeah. I feel like I've recently gone to my wardrobe and gone, oh, my God, I have so much in here that I never touch and never wear. Oh, yeah. And I kind of want to just get rid of it. I oh, yeah. just have the stuff I actually wear. I know. But I'm too scared to do it. 
Well, so am I because we're attached to clothes as well. Like I have so many things in my cupboard that I have not worn in years and like things that I know I'm probably not going to wear. Like you would die, babe, if you saw my old bedroom at my mum's house. Is that still full? It's even fuller because I take over to her house carloads of clothes when I try to cull and she is, I think she's just collecting them. I don't know. She's like, I don't even know. She sometimes wears it. Like there's so much stuff in that room. It looks like a clothing store. Like it genuinely looks like a store and I don't really, I can't be bothered selling it. Like I'd rather just give it away. As I know. As it's stuff accumulated, you know, before maths, like years ago, there's stuff yeah, in there. Yeah. And there's old shoes, there's old belts, sunglasses. Like, there's just so much stuff. And it's like, where do you even begin? How do you even, if you want to give it away, like, how do you even give away so much stuff? Like, it's, it's honestly like. My bed lifts up, right? And yeah. obviously, I use that as storage. And it's just shoes. And I don't wear those shoes. Yeah. Like, they are literally just laying there collecting dust at the moment. Yeah. And it's really like, I, I hate that. Like I, hate I don't. It too. I I really. I've decided going into next year. I do want to get rid of things that don't bring me happiness. Yeah. And knowing that all of that shit is just there, mm. it it like eats away at me. And yeah. I don't want to keep purchasing things that are seasonal that mm-hmm. I'm not going to have forever. Yeah. I'd rather invest in high quality pieces that are like, say, for instance, like shoes, like leather shoes, like leather flats. Yeah. That I can wear. Every summer, not yeah. just one year and it's like, oh, mm. chuck it away the next year. Yeah. So my yeah. one of my other best friends, Renee, who you guys probably know from my Instagram. So she, I can't even remember if I've mentioned it on the podcast, but she has launched like an organizing business. I need her so badly. And she is absolutely killing it. By the way, if you are in the Gold Coast, that's where she's based and she has now partnered up with real estate agents to help people move houses. Dude, it, she's brilliant and I need her. She's like coming, I'm actually cons- yeah, fl- she's bro, coming I'd to Melbourne down. next month and we have booked out a day and she's going to go through literally item by item with me cuz she's like Good. Ella, if your th- shoes are all shoved in and stacked up on each other, then you have yeah. too much and you've got things in there that you are not wearing and she'll be cutthroat with me. She'll oh be like Oh my god, that's me right now. Oh, my- you like a t- like my shoe area, my shoe compartment is like horrific. And, you know, it's dunk above dunk. It's sandal above sandal. It's heel yeah. above heel. Like it's just stupid. And there is shoes in there that I literally have not worn for years, but I'm just holding on to them. So next month we're going to do that. We're going to organize my cupboard because, you know, once it's organized as well, I think that once you actually visually see, okay, it's simple, it's clean. It will motivate yes. you to keep buying simple and clean things. Um, but the only thing with me is I have a weird, like I love also weird shit, like weird clothes. Like some of the fucking coats that I've got, I've got like this fluoro orange fur coat in my cupboard that's been sitting there for years that I have worn once and I love it to death, but I never want to get rid of it. Yeah. Like, exactly. But it's things like that, like little things that you want to keep forever that you don't want to get rid of. Yeah. But it's like the random shit that is literally at the back of your wardrobe that oh, you have mate. never worn. Mate. And that's the stuff that I really want to get rid of because I just think – I wear the same thing all the fucking time. I live in like, active wear, like every well, exactly. single day. Every, every day I'm day. at the gym, whatever, I'm in active wear, I'm in tights, like I'm in my pyjamas at home. Trackies, that's what I live active in. active wear. Like that's the repeat Monday to Friday. Like 
you know, even coming to record for the podcast, it's very unlikely that I'm going to put an outfit on because I want to be comfortable here sitting. And I'm all about comfort, which means active wear and trackies. Like, yeah, that's know. just what it is about for me. Like comfort. It's always, I choose fucking comfort. If I'm, if I'm comfortable, I will operate better. I will think better. I'll communicate better. Like I'll be more myself if I'm comfortable. Yeah. I follow this chick on, well, I found her on TikTok and then I kind of, she had, Speaking of subscriber emails, I do actually subscribe to her email because mm. she has um, this email that she sends out, I think maybe fortnightly, and her name's Alison Bronstein. I think that's her name. Mm. Maybe the last name's incorrect. But she has this thing where she kind of coaches people into figuring out their capsule wardrobe. Oh. And she starts out by asking you, okay, what are, your, what are three words to describe your personal style? So she asks everyone, okay, figure out those three words and then you start from there and that's where you figure out your wardrobe. And then what she tells people is go to your wardrobe right now and pick out the the five to ten pieces that you wear every week and put Mm. them on a rack. Mm. Then do the same with pieces that you haven't worn in one to two years. Mm. And every day when you get dressed, use one thing from the you've never worn and the one thing from that you wear all the time. Oh, God. And then by the end of the month, figure out if you actually really want to keep those stuff, mm. that stuff, or get rid of it. And it's actually a brilliant idea. Mm. And in saying that, it's an idea because I have not done it. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> Sounds great, but I just don't have the fucking mental capacity or oh, the space. Because, like, my room that was just my dressing room slash filming setup slash everything that yeah. was mine is now shared with Jack because he's got his office set up in there now, seeing as though he's pretty much living at my house. Yeah. So that room uh, now has a 3D printer in it because he's bought oh. a 3D printer for fucking I don't know why, just because he's a man and wants a 3D printer. Okay, mm-hmm, dull. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so there's that in that room now. And yep. so I feel as though I've got less of my own space. Babes. Which kind of sucks, to be honest. Like Now I'm like I need a bigger house, but fuck as if. Can totally relate. I moved into this home as you did, like, just for me, you just know? Just for me. I just know. Just for me. Oh, my God. And, like, since, you know, love, I love that guy is now living with me, but I couldn't fit space for him. I couldn't cull my cupboard, so I custom made him a cupboard from Ikea and put it in the house. Um, yep. We now have an infrared sauna because more so for his health because it, it helps with his health um, stuff. He also is a cyclist, so he has a bicycle. Um, which we do not have a garage, so the bicycle sits inside yeah. the house. Um, he also has a golf club uh, thing set. The, I don't even like know what the you golf call thing. The big, the big thing with the, all the golf clubs in them. The big thing. Oh God! Um, one of those. And he's also got a boxing bag that weighs about I don't know thirty kilos. It's as tall as me, and it's probably yeah. It's about it's about as wide as me. Um, that came from his house that was drilled on the roof. So this is all inside the home. Um, yeah, yeah, so, God. yeah, it feels like we, you know, it makes you feel like you need more space, right? And it, it is yeah. a big home for one, but it's technically for two. And it's just hard to cull and, like, get rid of things and create a space where we can both bring our things together when we both have so much like it's hard to organize it because when when my home feels like messy and cramped I don't feel good like it frustrates me oh totally 
And as much as I want to be a minimalistic person, I am not. I'm a not minimalist. either. Okay. I'm definitely a maximalist. Yeah. And I love colour and I love yeah. having shit in my house. Yeah. Like I like, you know, decking my house out and stuff, whatever, right? But the thing I, as I've gotten older that I really dislike is the clutter and yeah. just the shit everywhere. Mm. So I'm putting this, I'm saying this on the podcast so you guys can keep me accountable, mm-hmm. but I'm making a conscious effort that going into 2024, mm-hmm. I'm going to declutter my life mm-hmm. and get rid of things that don't bring me happiness, joy, I don't use yeah. because I really need to downsize. I've done it with my makeup. Like I completely decluttered. I got rid of old shit that I've had for years. Yeah. And like, cause I kept telling myself, oh no, Dominica, you're a makeup collector. You've, you know, you've been collecting makeup for 10 years and whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but I don't need to keep that naked decay palette fucking that yeah, I've had for 10 years that yeah. I haven't even used. And I'm like, get rid of it, Dominica. Like I've like, even bought new makeup. Okay, and I have not used the new makeup. I bought two shades of the Refi or whatever, Reef, whatever that brand is. I bought two tinted. Oh, Refi? Refi. Refi? Never used them. I just stick to what I use every day and, you know, don't. And I'm still using my NARS bronzer. I'm still using the same lip liner, the same mascara. Well, that's the thing. I've got 10 bronzers, but I always use the same one. So it's like, bitch, why do you have 10? You don't need it. You just, and it's, and then they just, they just sit there. And also like the hair tools. Okay. So. Oh, the hair tools. Look, I, Black Friday sales, I knew it was coming. They got ya. But I didn't really think about uh, Black Friday sales, to be honest with you. So, yep, here's me, bought a Dyson Airwrap for $900. Uh, and I just saw it on yesterday on the iconic. It was six ninety nine. Oh, so I was like, no. Ella, you're so good. You know what, Ella? That's so great of you. <laughs> good work, Ella. You know, could have oh, waited for the Black Friday sales for my Garmin as well. But did you think about that? No, no but it's it's so it, it is silly though because you don't know like. Even with, you know, Mac, like, you know, Apple and all of that stuff, they they never really reduce their prices. You, the I didn't most think you're going to get is 10% would. off. I didn't think that Dyson would. That's the thing. So yeah. you were like, well, they're not going to reduce their fucking prices, so I might as well just buy it. Yeah. And, yeah. like, look, you guys know I'm a bit of the makeup rookie and hair rookie. Tried to use the fucking Dyson, and I don't know what I'm doing, Ron, but it ain't looking like the girls on TikTok. It's just not. Uh, the girls on TikTok are holding it down here, like below their head, um, I'm holding it like this. and It I'm takes tr- a lot of effort. Like it t- It's a lot of work to learn to I use that thing. I just don't fucking get it. I don't understand. My hair's too thick. I can't reach the back. I can't see the back how it looks. Like hats off to the girls on TikTok who just, you know, very relaxed, make these oh, the hair clean tutorials. Girl vibe. But clean girl vibe can fuck off. Can I just say something? Like I just don't get it. This clean girl aesthetic that's all over TikTok of like, Everything's neat. There's no dust everywhere. Like I do the Dyson Air app and I have perfect curls. How? What world are they living in? How? Honestly, how? Like I Show can... us some real stuff, bro. Uh, Show uh, us uh, some uh, dust on your counter. Yeah. Show us that this thing is difficult, this piece of technology that cost me $900. Yep. And just be realistic. Like yeah. I mm-hmm. sweat. I stink. I've, you know, like my my shower does have, you know, soap scum in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the reality, guys. Clean girl aesthetic is dead. And I'd, I actually think it's it's giving 
like false sense of security vibes. Well, I don't it's know. Just like, not realistic. Just, like, it's not. It's not realistic to be a clean gal. 24 7 and look perfect all the time and have a perfect home have perfect fucking everything like bedding and everything you know i noticed a bit of dust on my fan the other day i'm like okay how am i gonna get that off without putting dust everywhere and falling on my bed because there's a fan above my bed and you know me and guy have been talking a lot about the dentist recently because i'm like babe you know you should start going to the dentist and like going more again and seeing my dentist i'll book you in like there's all these little things that like in terms of health, there's actually, I mean, we always kind of say this on the podcast, hey, like there's just so much that we actually have to do, like being a human being to upkeep, mm. even just like waking up every day and feeling healthy. And then there's all these things that we have to do. Yeah. And to- this goes into what our main topic of what we wanted to chat about today on the podcast, yeah. which is aging. <laughs> It is a kind of sensitive topic. It is. Um, I would, because yeah. I know we do have some beautiful listeners who are, you know, in their 40s and 50s and we love that. We have such a diverse range of listeners mm-hmm. here at Sit With Us, which we fucking love. Yeah. And when I say we want to talk about ageing, we wanted to talk about how the idea of ageing, how it has changed over the years. Like if I, you know, look at my nonna, for instance, who mm. is – he'll be turning 80 uh, next year. Yeah. Like the level of beauty standards and how it's changed, whether that be what year you were born, what country you were raised in, you know, Mm. what era you're from, whatever. Living now in 2023 as a 30-year-old woman, I would say I am comfortable with ageing, but I also am very aware of it. Mm. Mainly because... I want to look after myself and looking after myself means keeping strong, going to the gym. Mm. It means looking after my skin, making sure I'm using SPF, I'm not getting age spots. Mm. And it's not that I'm thinking, oh, it's going to make me look old. It's, I think there's something about a youthful glow Mm. that just exudes from within. And I don't think that has to have an age plastered all over it. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't think of, oh, my God, I'm 30, I'm getting older, Mm. I'm scared, you know, I don't want to be like that. It's also about how you feel. Like you Mm. could be 60 and still feel like you're 30. It's like go off, girl, yeah, fuck yeah. Like love that. Like I have a friend's mum. She is such a legend. Like anytime I'm around her, I literally feel like I'm with someone who is my age. So she's probably in her 60s. She looks incredible. She takes care of her skin. I don't think – well, it doesn't look like she gets like a whole lot of, you know, Botox or anything like that. Like she looks like she's aging very gracefully and not doing anything like that. But because of internally the way that she is and feels in the way she takes care of exactly. herself, like she just glows. She just has this like young – you know people say like she's a young soul or, or you know, yeah. he's an old soul. Like yes, she has yeah. a young soul in her. And yeah. I was listening to a po- – classic me listen to all these fucking podcasts i was listening to a podcast the other day and it was about aging actually this has all just come to my mind and about how we're told our age right so you're turning 30 you're turning four obviously we're yeah. since the day we're born we're only getting older right yeah. and even the, what they were saying in the podcast even when you say 
oh, yay, congrats. Like you've become a grandmother. That categorizes you and makes you feel like you are older. Hmm. So it's like putting a label, back to labels again, on something that it isn't, it doesn't and it shouldn't be maybe some in, tr- in traditional cultures, maybe that's like, I don't know, a tradition to say like, you know, nonna and stuff. Yeah. But it's like when we say, you know, a certain name or like even your dress code, like, oh, you should probably dress more your age. Dress well, more like, your age. Dress I'm going to dress yeah. how I feel. Like yeah. if I'm sick, like it, perfect example for my mum, you know, she's 62 and she dresses like me. Like, you know, she wears nothing like as you get older you would assume people would dress different like she's still very edgy she wears like a little platform sneakers like say with your mom like they still they still dress how they want and like they still express their personalities well, through I their think fashion it, it doesn't have to mean you know just because you're over a certain age you've got to start dressing frumpy you can't be fashionable you can't wear trends you can't follow certain you know trends or whatever that may be i think it's a very old-fashioned sentiment but with that comes a lot of pressure because I know a lot of girls now you know going into their late 20s thinking oh my god I'm going into my 30s not only do you have the pressure of like the the body clock and the fertility thing as Mm. well but it's like okay do I have to keep up a standard of of beauty to keep that male attraction Mm. you know for instance in in a in a straight sense you know Mm. but I think for straight females who are wanting to garner the attention of male, Mm. you know, men in this day and age, unfortunately you do have to keep up a certain standard, right? Mm. Because otherwise there are some men out there that would just turn their Well, it's purely based on looks for a lot of men. Yeah. You know, that's like the whole thing of men and women and how, you know, we connect differently and we we connect with people on different layers. It's not just looks, but men are more like visual creatures. So like they like to look and appreciate and like it's, you know, I guess does does it come back to women being sexualized and looking at women in a sexual way and it's like, if it definitely does. Yeah. Because I think even even when I cut my hair short, like the first Mm. time, I I can't remember if it was like, my dad who made a joke or like <laughs> oh why are you cutting your hair short like oh that's for old ladies and I'm like what like it, it was a really interesting like he was being a smarter yeah, right yeah, yeah. but like it's such an interesting yeah. idea though of like what because you're young and youthful you've got to have long and luscious yeah. hair like what why is that a and that's just another standard of beauty that I think we've just been thrust upon in mm-hmm. in this day and age but recently I've noticed that I've been getting some grey hairs mm. and I remember the first time I noticed it I was like holy fuck grey hairs mm-hmm. shit but now I'm just like you know what it's just a part of it it's just a part of it's like my hair is losing pigment big deal yeah like, fuck me dead that's so funny you, know? you say that we were having this conversation the other day because my brother has grays and he's had grays since he was like 20 um on the sides and then guy we were on a walk the other day and guys like oh you do have a gray hair and i was like oh well, well just leave it and then he was like oh actually it was, it was like a reflection kind of thing but because i've got such black hair you know, when I yeah. do start to grow grey, it will be very obvious. And my mum's always dyed her hair. Like I have never seen my mother with a grey hair. And yeah. I see older women who have just gone full grey, even if it's earlier than, you know, 
most because some people go full grey really young, like my stepdad did. He went full grey in his 40s. Like that lady on Instagram that we were looking at the other week. Yeah, I think like if it gets to a – I mean, I'm like hats off to you for just embracing it. Like I think it's amazing. Like Liz Ellis in the jungle, she like – recently mm. just was like yep i'm gonna just embrace the gray and let it go all gray yeah and i think hats off to her because i think she looks incredible mm. and it's just like you know flipping that switch on it on the yeah. idea of yeah but, like but pamela also, anderson as well exactly but there's also nothing wrong with if you want to dye your hair either no Th- this is the thing it's yeah. like it doesn't have to be both ways like if you choose to not get anti-wrinkle injections mm. Great. Mm-hmm. Happy for you. But also if you choose to get Botox and you love that like really smooth effect mm. and, you know, you don't want to have those small lines yeah. around your eyes because it affects your application of makeup, do you, girl? Yeah. Like go for it. I just think it's the pinning women against women mm. when it comes to ageing and beauty standards yeah. is I, I really hate it and it's yeah. really sad. And I yeah. think the people that don't get things done, yeah. and I'm sorry to say this, it yeah. might be a bit judgmental, but... I feel like they are a bit more judgmental. Well, they're a yes. bit more judgy because they're like, well, yeah, I don't. And like, you know, aging is a privilege. And yeah. of course it is. Every day on this earth, earth is a privilege. It's yeah. not aging. It's every day I get to, you know, walk and breathe and, and mm-hmm. talk and do all of that. Mm. So I can agree with you there by saying people who don't get work because I do have some friends who have never done anything. And then when I say, oh, I've had my anti-wrinkles or I've done this and that, like – there is a bit of a layer of judgment and hundred percent. And if people think that there isn't, mate, there, there definitely check. is. But I think like I'm not judging you if you're not getting anything done. If no. if anything, I'm saying good for you, babe. Like you know why? Why do I feel like there is that kind of layer from people who don't? I think because there is a misconception that people get injections and all of this stuff done Mm. because they are insecure and that is such a huge misconception yeah like i cannot tell you anymore Mm. that i do not do any of the stuff i do to myself for anyone else other than myself Mm -hmm. it's because it makes me feel good i love the way it makes me feel the way it makes me look yeah and because i have the capacity and the ability to do these things Mm -hmm. yeah so it's where that judgmental kind of mentality stems from mm. is that people who don't get the injections and the treatments done think that everyone else is doing it because they are insecure. Yeah. And it's sad because, yes, there are some people that do it because they yes. are insecure and they feel like they have to mm. uphold to a level of beauty and a standard or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not everyone. It's and not. I think that's where women are starting to really pit themselves up against each other. Yeah. And that's why when Pamela Anderson came out at Fashion Week without any makeup and like didn't do her hair, mm. I thought it was incredible. Oh, right. Because I loved we don't it. we don't see any of that. Like we don't see a lot of women in their late, you know, in their fifties. Yeah who are just fully embracing it. And, and I love that. Like we want to see both. Especially, you know, celebrities. Because, yeah. you know, we live in this society now where we, we you know, are watching celebrities, whether it's on a film or a reality show. And there's so many reality shows now where we can clearly see that these women have had lots of work done and, you know, they're doing a lot to maintain their looks. And I think that when we see someone like Pamela who was, you know, a sex icon, she was – like the sexiest, most like she was just everything. Mm. And then when she came out with no makeup, it was like, fuck yeah. Like that's, 
fucking that's a big move and that is epic and that's like iconic and going to be remembered for a long time and maybe it'll inspire other you know big celebrities to do things like that because it's the younger generation that we should be worried about yeah 100 the, the thing about aging for me is like i'm not like I'm aware that my body is changing, right? Mm -hmm. My body now as a 30-year-old is not what it was when I was 20, okay? And and that's fine. Like I'm aware yep. that my body is not the same. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing changes like, you know, I've got a few more crow's feet or like, you know, when I'm tired now, I, I tell that my skin is a little bit more dull. And, yep. you know, there, there are changes in my body that I'm aware of and that's fine. Like I'm not scared of aging. I'm not... Mm. I don't not want to get older and have, you know, saggier boobs. Like mm. that's not what I'm worried about. It's it's just doing little things that make me feel good about myself. Yeah. You know, like, and I've even noticed, like, if I sleep on my side and I wake up in the morning, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, my chest, I can see a bit of fine lines there. And I'm like, it's just all part of getting older. It's just a part like, of the game, man. It's a part of wear and tear like yeah it's you know, the life cycle as as much as that like sounds you know like i'm talking about you know a used car <laughs> we love that analogy but it's like it's true this body has walked this earth man yeah. this body has done stuff this yeah you know this this being has seen and done a lot of things yeah and, and that's I'm, what's fucking amazing about yeah you know and you know getting older i also just can't wait for the day when the day comes when we both have kids and we can talk about, you know, being completely honest about the changes that our bodies are going to go through exactly. during, like after, yeah. you know, we're going to be, I mean, I just can't wait for those chapters of our lives to be able to share it with you guys and how much, you know, we're both, Dom's 30, I'm 30 in six months, like how much it's going to change and how much we're just going to be embracing it and sharing it with you guys because it is and we'll just love our bodies more yeah. i think as women we already you know go through so much with mm -hmm. you know our menstruation and you know hormones. skin and, and hormones and all of this other stuff that men don't have to deal with mm. and it's you know from what from my friends that have had babies and from what they tell me it's you just gain this new respect for mm. what your body can do. Mm. And I think that, that is, there's such a power in that. Yeah. And I think women lose sight of that, you yeah. know, and we do, women do judge women. Oh, and yeah, I think man. we need to get yeah. out of that yeah. thing where it's like, oh, yeah, the, you know, we're, we're in this alone, ladies, you know. Yeah. But really, at the end of the day, I think we do need to remember to be kinder to one another. Yeah, man. And, and as social media as well, like I know that we've probably said this more than a few times, but there's just so much like freedom of speech on Instagram, right? Mm, and yeah. there – and, you know, obviously, you know, we're all entitled to that, but – I see, I feel like I see more negative than positive. And well, the thing is we, we're entitled. Okay, and this is, it's really weird here because you, where do you draw a line? Yeah. Yes, we're entitled, we're all entitled to have an opinion and we're all entitled to have, you know, a freedom of, of speech and whatever. Yeah. And, but where do we draw the line of if your opinion is going to hurt someone else's feelings, if your opinion mm. is going to affect someone in a negative way. Yeah. And I understand like criticism is great. I'm, yeah. I'm open. Like I love criticism because it makes me a better person. Mm -hmm. Like what can I do to be better, to do things oh, yeah. better, to do, yeah. you know, whatever. But when 
like especially on social media, you open Instagram or TikTok and, mm. you know, I still get fucking hurtful, mean comments about mm. my looks. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you, you're allowed to because you – because you signed up to a, you know, online platform, you have the ability to type these comments. But where do we draw the line of just because you have the ability, why yeah, are you doing it? I know. And I, that's what I don't understand about some people. And I un, and I know it's like, yeah, they're probably deflecting and, you know, you've got to feel sorry for them because they're having a shit life. But how it's many still excuses? How many excuses can we make for these people? Yeah. Like, it's, I'm sorry. It's still, it is still a targeted... Um, handwritten or hand-typed comment that has intention to, you know, yeah. come for someone's looks or personality. And most of the time you they don't even know you. Like no. on a personal level or even close to any kind of level. I know. And Instagram and, and more TikTok. I, I feel like I see it more on TikTok, you know, the rare times I actually sit and scroll and read comments like, People are just nuts. Like even on my TikTok, I post like, you know, these days I only really know how to do dancing videos. I don't really know how to do anything else on there. <laughs> um, but even still, like people will comment on my videos something that's negative, like even about my boyfriend. And I'm just like, you actually don't even know me or him. Like who are you to say something like mm. that? And it does boil my blood like hardcore. It definitely boils my blood when people say things about my boyfriend. Oh, 100%. I'm like, oh, hey, 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 uh, you want to back it up a little bit there, honey? Yeah. Um, and most I of the think, time it's men, which is even weirder. Oh, I, I really, I don't understand the pe- like people that sit there and write these comments. Like I, I just, it, and, it, and it comes from a place of hurt yeah. from them. Yeah. But it's the making excuses for these people. I know, too. it like, is. Like there shouldn't be an excuse anymore because it's like, We've had social media now for what twenty years. Yeah. Like we we get it now. Yeah, you assholes. Yeah, all right. Like we fucking get it. You're you're a cunt, <laughs> and you're you're making it known now that you're a cunt by writing this horrible comment yeah. about someone that you don't even know personally. That you you probably don't even follow that person account. You know, mm-hmm. like half the time I'm like, you don't even follow me, dude. Like yeah. you've just probably seen my shit on the for you page, and you just want to comment because. I don't know. Or don't follow me. Just don't follow me. How about you just unfollow me and then not comment? Like save your fingers some typing. Or get yourself a notebook. Like, okay, this is to all the haters out Mm -hmm. there, right? To all the haters. Carry carry a notebook with you in your bag, wherever the fuck you are, and every time you feel the need that you want to comment something on someone's page, write it in the notebook. Write it down. And then every few days go back and read all of those comments that you were going to type. Yeah. On your socials. Yeah. And then maybe then you will actually see just how fucked up you are. Unless you're a psychopath and then there's really no no help for you. No help. But I also think yeah. as well in this social media world now that we are living in, whether you are a blue tick or you're not a blue tick, it's just everyone that's exposed everyone, to social media. No matter media. who or where you are. Like everyone's being affected by it. Right? Everyone's being – and I tell you what, I think it makes you age. <laughs> I think – Yep, the negativity online, the stress that it causes us, the underlying subconscious absorption that we take from social media is aging us. It is causing things in the back of our mind that we store in the back that later will come up, which may eat away at you, and that shit negativity will age you. So yeah, I mean, don't worry, be happy is the fucking moral of this story, and I think that's a really great way to end this episode. Actually, yeah, is. 
don't worry, be happy, be kind to one another. Yeah. And if you're going to write a shitty comment, write it in a notebook and then come back 10 minutes later, read it, and then see how that makes you feel. And you know what? Something else that I have recently um, in a podcast, uh, I feel like I say that all the fucking time, (laughs) but I listened to this thing the other day and I reiterated it to James and Guy. And so basically when we're born, right, human beings, us, is it homo yeah. sapiens? What are we? Homo, homo sapiens. sapiens. Yeah. Homo sapiens. Yeah. Homo sapiens, right. When we are born and we are developing and growing and becoming a, a kid and a teen and an adult, whatever, until we move on, we are born and our natural beings, like our brain, our mood, our emotion, our body language, us as human beings are born to be happy we are meant to just be happy Mm. that's everything that comes with living is from environmental things or you know even taking what they explain in the podcast you know when something tragic might happen in your life um and you go through grief and loss it's even the way that we deal with grief and loss yeah we are meant to be happy beings in life and it was really interesting because you know guy said to me he's never seen me get angry basically he's never seen me he's never pissed me off to the point where I've actually gotten angry angry I've only Mm. really been angry angry like a few times in my life 10 years ago when I was with a drug addict boyfriend and it's just it, it really got me thinking about if we were just happy people yes taking into consideration things that people might be going through but i'm talking like you know years ago before we are 30 right if we if we learned this shit years ago and we were just happy all the time even dealing with situations in a more positive or happier way rather than using anger to deal with things mm. the world would just be a better place and you know obviously yes there's wars and yes there is horrific things going on in the world and you know we're past that point but as an individual as you dom as me as listeners as parents mothers younger teen, like going through life right now if we try to just be happier and i know that it's so much easier said than done but trying to just change the tune like reacting rather get like having a crack or getting hot-headed if we just try to change the tune and be more aware before we react yeah and if we be if we are happier people even on social media you know if if someone has commented something that's fucking shit like i tend to just delete it and ignore it and not react because if i react it's going to make me angrier yeah and it was just really interesting like how they explain it, you know, a lot more in depth about the evolution of humans and our, our life and us as beings. But we are meant to be happy. And it's quite sad when when I look around and see like how much anger, especially online, that there is. And if we were just a bit more happier 
and, and nicer. kinder to one yeah, another. Yeah, and nicer and yeah. kinder. To our fellow human beings. To, I mean, there would be a lot less war and a lot less stress isn't it in just, the world. Yeah. And and, and I, obviously that's in, a, in an ideal world. Correct. An, an ideal situation. But yeah. I think the main takeaway here is in, in your own little life, in your own little world, it's just those little changes that you can do every day mm. that can spread happiness and spread positivity in the world. Because even though if you feel as though you can't make a difference to what's happening, say, mm -hmm. in Israel and Palestine and, in, you know, in all these places over the world that there's a lot of tragedy happening. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, the ripple effect, right? Even if you just make small changes, if you just smile at a stranger and do little things, it will slowly 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 ripple out and reach more people yeah and the same thing will happen if you continue to be an asshole and mean <laughs> and angry yeah that will just keep flowing so i mean i for one would like a world where people are kinder and happier and mm -hmm. you know gentler with one another mm. and you can make that change i know it feels hopeless like i mm. watch the news sometimes and i just feel like there is nothing I can do right now that can make a more positive change in this world. Mm. But at the end of the day, guys, with your actions and your words and everything that you do in a day can make a ripple effect and mm. have an effect, a much wider and bigger effect. Mm -hmm. So just every day when you wake up, wake up with that sentiment. Mm. But thank you once again for listening to another episode of Sit With Us. Um, we'll put all of those links in the show notes. Uh, also, before we leave, we just want to let you know that our Vush Vibe With Us is on sale, part of the Black Friday sale. So go and shop it right now. We will leave all of the links in mm -hmm. the show notes for you guys. Go and grab yourself a freaking awesome deal. Guys, Wrap it up, put it under the tree or get it. just use it. Get it out of the box right now. Empress 2 Baby Girl mixed with the Twist Vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's the perfect pairing it's, for Christmas. It sure is, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Love you. Have the best day, best week, whatever time, wherever you are. Speak soon. We love ya.